This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 578, spotted on Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is Adam Chapman, your host, and this is our uh, our Spotlight on Deadpool 2 episode, and I'm joined by two co-hosts today. I'm joined by... Chris. And Paul. And Paul. Nice, intimate group talking about Deadpool 2, fittingly enough. Um, Chris, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. It was yeah? good. Yeah. You enjoyed the first one? I did, yeah. And going into this one, were your expectations high, low? Did you know what to expect? Um, didn't know much about Cable okay. and the bad guy going in. I mean... I never know anything about these movies going into it. Let's be real. Um, so I didn't lot, spoil anything before the movie started. No, I didn't tell you about Winter Soldier. No, he didn't. Um, I just uh, I don't know. It was different than I thought it was going to be. To be honest, okay. Yeah. I'm interested in your viewpoint in some ways more than mine and Paul's because uh, we come at it with a comic book background, and so we have preconceived notions about who the characters are, mm-hmm. uh, the, the members of X Force that we see here, Cable himself. We have very ingrained ideas of who those characters are. Well, since you guys are both on that side of the table, and I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah, <Brant. laughs> Well, but that's why I'm interested. Like, so with Cable, I'll, I'll get to Paul in a second. But like, you mentioned that you didn't really. Ex- you mentioned in m- a moment ago off podcast that you had an idea of what you thought Cable was going to be and ended up being very different. So, what did you think that was going to look like, and then how did that compare to what you saw? So. Uh, I'm going to say that it wasn't so much my expectation was when I said it was different it was not like his look or anything okay like because I mean I saw the previews I knew what he was going to look like mm-hmm. um, I assume he was like I said I assume he probably was fairly similar than he is in the comics mm-hmm. but it was his character okay. itself like the way his like I was expecting like the typical Deadpool and his group x-force which actually was pretty funny yeah um against like the bad guy okay. like most of these movies are good mm-hmm. guy bad guy mm-hmm. i didn't find this movie had like a bad guy per se mm-hmm. right it was more of a you know looked like he was gonna be a bad guy but he wasn't mm-hmm. you know he was there to do his thing then yeah. actually when they hashed it out they're like okay like we can do this together let's let's save this kid like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the good versus <laughs> Like evil bad guy in this mm-hmm. in this movie for sure yeah Paul yeah. well, what were your your thoughts when the lights came up when we were done sitting through all the credits what were your thoughts because I mean of of the three of us I guess you're probably the bigger Deadpool fan I don't know if you've read the most Deadpool comics of the three of us but uh, <laughs> but I, I know that you are the you know the bigger Deadpool fan uh, oh, I, I, Deadpool yeah fan. I enjoyed Deadpool way before he became a thing obviously mm-hmm. um you're an OG a, Deadpool fan? Sorry? You're, you're an OG Deadpool, Deadpool sure. fan? You're yeah. cooler than the rest of them? Um, I'm a little torn on this movie, to be honest. Okay. Um, because, like, at the end of the day, it's a good, fun movie, yes. Okay. Um, like, they followed a recipe here. The yeah. success of the first one, they did. They followed the same kind of... Yeah. <coughs> it, it did follow the recipe, but it was interesting that the first one, um, in some ways... It obviously was about, like, there was an emotional beat to it about being about Vanessa, but it was less sentimental than this movie. This movie really veered hard into sentimentality into, in a way yeah, that, that... And that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt was like... different. That's where I'm getting at with the, 
there wasn't like a distinct bad guy. It was more of a, yeah. Like, that's just the way the movie was. But we kind of cut Paul off. So that's yeah. interesting. It's okay, Paul. Um, yeah, the, the movie overall played out not how how I was expecting it to. Um, a lot of it you see in the trailers, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit there's a bit of it toward the end that you don't see coming. Like obviously they didn't really there were rumors about Juggernaut, so actually seeing it in the movie was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like a proper Juggernaut. To a degree, yeah. Oh, I mean, we, we saw the, uh, <laughs> a weird than, attempt at X three in X three. So this X3, was a yeah. a more recognizable Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, they did it right. So that's even. I mean, if you weren't necessarily a um, a fan, you may not pick up on the the you know the fact that he basically says that he's Xavier's brother. But I did hear that actually. Yeah. But, 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 so but is that is that who Juggernaut is? Yeah, his brother. His his oh, okay. yeah. I had no idea. But yeah, the, yeah like they, they mentioned that you know it's, that he can read minds in these. You know, he has a wheelchair, wheelchair but yeah. not much else, so right? together, yeah. yeah sure. Um, Obviously, Chris was awake enough to put it together. <laughs> I didn't even ask. Did you fall asleep? No, 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 no not in this one. Okay. Yeah. I think we had a lot of wasted opportunities. Okay. That they, they could have capitalized on a bit more. And Such as? Delve, I, want, I can double Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so what are here for? The deep, so, okay. Deep dive. I, I will concur and admit that the whole parachute sequence was quite hilarious. Yes. However, supposed to trouble of recruiting all this, and there's a lot of hype about the Peter character and all this kind of stuff. Um, for them to be all ludicrously killed off before they get to do anything was also a bit of a shame. Uh, especially for... Um, uh, for Terry, the guy who plays um, Bedlam, Terry, Terry Crews, Cruz, right? Yeah. Like this dude's been like trying the tra- a bit to be in a cop movie. The trailers made it look like he was in more of it too. Yeah, it looked for like sure. there was like a sequence of him like on the ground, like yeah. you know, doing something. So I thought maybe he survives the. Well, but the guy from, from it. Bus. Uh, Pardon? The guy from it who plays that clown. Okay. He's in the movie too. Is it? He's okay. one of the guys. He's the guy that goes in the tree thing. Well, the, the, with the acid blood. Name. Oh, okay. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Got it. Um, yeah, like if a few died and a few survived, it, I guess it would work for me better, but to kind of, you know, throw all those characters right in the trash. It was, it was a weird... Are they, were they real? Are they real, like, comic book characters? Yeah, Shatterstar, Shatterstar is, in particular is, like, X-Force... The X-Force that people kind of remember, because there's been a lot of different versions, uh, is actually a team that Cable was the leader of. Um, It was basically the X-Men used to have a junior team called the New Mutants. Eventually, they kind of graduated. They were running around with Cable as their leader. The idea with Cable is is it was supposed to be, you know, you had Xavier, you had Magneto, and then you had Cable kind of in the middle. A more militant leader, but still trying to, you know, protect the the mutant race. Uh, And then so he... Take, took New Mutants and made it into more of a paramilitary squad known as X-Force. Uh, that version originally had uh, Cable, Domino, um, Shatterstar. Shatterstar was one of them, and a bunch of Boom others. Boom Boom and Richter. Yeah, a bunch of others yeah. that we didn't see so, here. So in this movie, only Shatterstar and Domino are legit like X-Force members from the original kind yeah. of cast, so to speak. Because Deadpool so, himself isn't really in that well, I mean... Mo- more modern versions of X Force, but not right, not, not the original. He was like cable almost X-Force. an original villain of X Force, more so than yeah, it was kind of before he was the antihero. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it, you know, I, I'm not sad that Shatterstar died, but you know, again, again, it seems it felt weird. It did feel a bit weird to spend the time to try and introduce the characters. We're going to build a team. We're going to do this, and then have them all killed off. 
Like, if they were all killed off on the mission, I think that would have been different. But that they don't. They were make killed it. off on the mission. I sorry, you know what I mean, though. Like, they're killed <laughs> off getting to the target. Yeah, but you right? know what? I feel like that's Deadpool. Like the way they've done this movie, yeah. it wasn't yeah. a surprise. No, like, it worked for it. Yeah, it did work for well, it. Well, and sure. I, I think like I, I think Zeitgeist was a member of the Peter Milligan Allred X Force. I could be wrong about that, but like I feel like if they had used bunch of kind of also rands I, I guess my only problem i didn't even care about bedlam dying was more shatterstar because shatterstar is a, a more legitimate yes he you was. know x character and the others are kind of throwaways they're i mean they've been around but no one's that big a fan they're not gonna so shatterstar's had his own book whereas none of the so, others have fair enough but do you not think with the cut scenes at the end through the credits with Wade getting him to fix the time thing. How much of that is just post-credits, and how much of that is really... <coughs> it's canon. I don't know. Because, I mean, obviously, the, two of them are played for jokes, and one of them is not, right? Yeah, so the but I'm just saying, like... This is not played for jokes, but the, the uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and Green Lantern ones definitely are. So, who's but, I'm just, but I'm just wondering if there's just something there to... Maybe. Maybe bring in those characters back yeah. at a later date. Maybe. Uh, or, no, I, I mean, they're going to do it. They're going to do it with... Uh, Peter? Or Avengers. Or, or, or. They're going to bring all these dead characters back. So, yeah. No. You know. Yes. I just, I don't know. It, it feels different when they go out, because like, they are a gag. It's a gag. Like, is there any point to bringing back Shadowstar at this point? If he had gone out doing something cool and being killed by Cable, I don't... He I, I would go out doing something cool. He's parachuting into really? a helicopter. <laughs> cool. Into a helicopter. I runner. wouldn't have minded cool. <laughs> if he got killed by Cable. I'd be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> right, if he started picking him off. You know, and, and like the fact that... The, and again, the part of that for me that was cool, like I'm not even a big Shadowstar fan. He's got a ridiculous look. But the fact that they, you know, they say, like, where are you from? He's like, from the Mojoverse. Like, yeah. this is stuff to comic book fans that means something. So it was cool that they included it. It was just too bad they just killed him just to make a gag. The, the rest of them dying, I had no problem with, and Peter was hilarious, and I'm glad that they rescued Peter. Yes. Which one's Peter? Very human. He was the regular guy. Oh, right, yeah, the yeah. regular guy. Yeah. Which was weird that they didn't use Daryl <coughs> or Bob for me, that you have longstanding characters that are in uh, Deadpool's universe in the comics that are just basically dudes who are part of villainous organizations but aren't really bad guys and he is sometimes partnered up with we saw Bob in the last one and he was knocked out at the yeah end. that's right and he saved him and yeah and so in this one I thought maybe we get Bill or maybe we get Bob back like it just felt weird to yeah. introduce a new character I wonder if that if, if, and I got lost to clear on the floor somewhere there was a part where instead of having Peter go Bob oh Bob hey yeah. Well, that would have been that, that would have felt right. better, right? Yeah. Like this just felt like it was it was a fun sequence. The whole thing with Peter was great. Yes, and the fact that he's like you know of course you're in and like what does he call him at the end? Honey bear is it honey bear? Something like that. I, I like that just honey fine. It just it just felt like why couldn't it have been a, a pre-existing character in some way? But yeah, like yeah, I thought I mean it's interesting. They did, they did an interesting job. Um, so Paul. This is a question more about Cable. So, I mean, Chris had said that Cable wasn't, wasn't quite what he was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had an idea more of what to expect from Cable. He wasn't like this villainous bad no. guy that I was expecting him no. to be. So we know of Cable in a very different way. Yeah. Um, so this very much felt like kind of the OG Rob Liefeld Cable without any of the future stuff. Like, uh, and we're not, I don't mean future timelines. I mean the stuff that was kind of added onto the character besides Hope being the name of his daughter. I feel like it was interesting that we had this version of this character 
which felt very much true to Rob Liefeld's original vision of the character as a soldier from the future, without the being the son of Cyclops and, and the, you know, mm-hmm. or Madeline, whatever. Madeline Pryor, like not even like, you know what I mean? Like with all the convoluted backstory, yeah, this is kind of, that, yeah. this is, this is kind of the original cable, the way that it was written, the way that Liefeld kind of wanted him to be without the, the other stuff that was eventually built into his character right. for better or for worse. Um, we kind of caught a sense of some of his TK maybe like, and again, that when he's looking at kind of the, his body, the idea, I guess, is that, you know, there, it is the virus. Is it a virus? Like, they don't touch on any of that. For, for who? He, for who? For Cable. In the comics, oh, the, he's not an actual cyborg. It's actually a techno-organic virus that's kind of eating away at his body. And he has these uh, telekinetic powers, and he's supposed to be one of the most powerful mutants ever, but he can't use his full powers because he has to use his powers to stave off the invasion of this virus. So. Yeah, they never really established... But they did that part where he was looking yeah. in the mirror that exactly. there was something... He was looking at it, so they definitely had that sense that it, was, it wasn't just, like, normal. And I think we can read into it a little bit more that it's him fighting the virus or, you know him having to be distracted and having to use more of his powers mm-hmm. to do that if he doesn't do that he's going to but there was no you kind of just thought he was just kind of half human half cyborg he didn't really get a sense of it being no. an organic thing you could have thought the guns were just like magnetic stuff that he has more than mutant power you know mm-hmm. um, they really didn't flesh out cables very well in this like I'm not in what way I'm not debating Brolin's portrayal of the character mm-hmm. but they gave you no real sense of other than he's pulling a you know a Terminator style coming back to change the future well, the, they explained aspect. it in the context of the film though like it, it didn't need to be more than that necessarily like in the comics it is but even in the comics like when he first appeared it was very unclear really what his motives were or if he was for sure from the future. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff at the beginning of that character, so I'm okay with I'm okay with it now because I feel like they've committed that they're going to do multiple movies with Cable. We're going to get deeper to Cable. I'm not... Like, I think he... he they kind of made him what they needed to here. He's not the X-Men Cable, you know? He's not the Cable I love with the scimitar and doing all sorts of cool stuff. And, you know, like, even with the glowing eye, it wasn't glowing all the time, but it was glowing sometimes. Like, again, he felt... This is, again, a reference more for Paul, but he felt much more akin to uh, Enzo Matrix from Reboot in every way in terms of how they kind of built him. Like, he didn't really have the cable superpowers that we're used to seeing in a big way. It felt more like just kind of had the abilities with some of the guns, and but and it was almost like a light-level TK. He felt very much like Enzo Matrix from Reboot. Like, and even, even with his eye kind of glowing just when he's kind of targeting and that kind of stuff. It felt very similar to that version. Is that... Yes, no. That's a good comparison. So, so can I throw this in here? So, going back to, like, with this cable thing, like... Yeah. He doesn't get, like, hurt. Well, he's got the force field that he keeps using, right? Yeah, but, I mean, all the shit that he went through in this movie. True. Like, but a lot of like times he, he, had, he had his force field while, while he was being not about. But, like, no, like, no, no. Right? But, like, you know, like, because like, he's more human, no? Yeah. Like, Deadpool can't die. Yeah, no, that's true. Right? He so... He has like that power, like. But I'm just saying, like, even even when he put a shield up, he was like throwing like into cars that like essentially. True. I mean, half of them like half of them half of them is metal, and if they ever build it into the character, that you could recon it to say they had some low level talc. This is helping them. Okay, yeah, that's I'm just pushing the blows. You're right. It's not expressly kind of laid out, so really he should be a lot more hurt than he is. 
Not yeah, because he just doesn't seem like much doesn't not much phase of like even when he's getting punched and yeah, no, like, that's true. Yeah. Never never takes a hit with a knife like mm-hmm. or so like never takes like yeah uh, a hit that's going to draw blood essentially. No, that's true. Considering how much blood is spilled, yeah, he doesn't really take like any. he doesn't take anything. No, yeah, because he's not much of a badass. Worse for wear. So you're, not, so you're not super happy with Cable? No, I again, I have no problem with Brooke Schiller Cable. I just feel that like, he was there, but you didn't really get a sense of what he was all about. Mm-hmm. You had a few scenes, and again, if you had a bit more of a background, you know the character, then you kind of know what he should be able to do. But if you're going blind, you know, like, who is this guy? Yeah. What is he? Is he real but, blind? Chris, you felt you got enough of his backstory to be like, I get this well, guy. Well, I mean... For the movie itself, yeah, I don't think I needed to know okay. more about him. Like, yeah. what they showed is okay. He's like similar to Deadpool losing somebody. He went back mm-hmm. in the future. His family's dead. Somebody killed his family, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just okay. Seems to be like a soldier. Like the things you can kind of figure out on your own. Yeah, I don't feel like I was sitting there going, "Man, I wish I knew more about him." And I guess for our reason for that, Paul, is probably because we do know. Because you do him. know more about him. Like, right. That's so what I'm saying. As so we a, somebody see, that knows nothing about him. It like, was, we want to see well, Cable with 20 years of backstory shoved into an well, No, I don't need I don't need that. I guess. Well, hopefully not. That's a lot of backstory. That's a, that's a lot of backstory. He, I feel like there's enough backstory that Ryan Reynolds could just sit on screen for like an hour and a half and just tell you <coughs> Cable's backstory. But you know what? No, it, it kind of left me with that he's going to be around more. Yeah. Right? And that's what it is. So like he's just like a new character to this mm-hmm. to this part of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Is it part of the Marvel universe? Like, I'm, it's not, it's not, no, it's Fox, so it's still separate. It's its, it's, its own. It's its own so, like, box. the Avengers and stuff don't exist in this Marvel world. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he mentioned them, but they wouldn't actually like show up. Yeah, anything. Yeah. They can't show well, up. Well, he does I, I, I did, Thanos, right? I did. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I did like a lot of the like one-liner jokes, though. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of good ones. Like especially when he was fighting Josh Brolin. Yeah. Like there was he called him Thanos. Mm-hmm. There was the he made the reference to One-Eyed Willie from One-Eyed the Goonies. Willie. That's right. Yeah. Right. There was just a lot of like things. John Connor. There. What's that? They John did, Connor. Yeah. The Terminator, Terminator reference. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's more you felt like to me, just like you know, it's worse in the future. Mm-hmm. What did you think of uh, Domino? Because uh, going in, that was one that it felt like some of the internet fandom was very split, because, just based on the visual, because for sure. she looks very different. I don't think, I, I don't, for me, it wasn't about ethnicity or race or anything. No, no, no. It was just, I hate the hair. I, I was okay with it. You know what? Every time she's on did the screen... She have, does she have hair in the, in the not comics? Not big afro hair. Not like that at all. She has no. a very different look, but the, the personality was... Actually, she was a lot more fun in here than she is in typical yeah. comics. But uh, I loved her. Every time she was on screen, I was just smiling. Like she was just exuded. Yeah. She brought and something fresh. No, it was great and fun. But we we couldn't see any of the movie that we didn't see in the trailers. Uh, with her lock powers, I feel like you didn't see a lot of the trailers with her doing with her, like actually you seeing see, how it worked. I saw everything. Everything you saw. Her, the guy pointing the gun didn't work. Her flying on the panda bear. The car was slipping over her. See mm-hmm. anything about the, the decapitation inside and the kids cheer for it? Yeah. Like that's the, the, the one kind of end battle sequence. I feel like you saw pieces, but I mean, I feel like at times the way that they used the luck powers was so elaborate that they didn't show you all of like how it all fit together. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying that they kind of threw a lot of the trailer they ended up seeing here, but... I don't know. It didn't reduce my enjoyment of the film. No, I think no. She was. Yeah, she was. I was hoping for more because I enjoyed yeah. what I was watching. But it's like, okay, well, I was. I, but I, I really should dumb. If I was sad about anything, I wish that we'd saw more of teenage whatever you want to call her. I guess teenage Yeah, that's the one. 
Brianna Hildebrand, I think her name is. Uh, I wish there was more of her. Uh, yeah, she was there. Which one? The, uh, the, the psychic, the, the punk X-Man. Oh, yeah, she didn't do too much in this no. one. She was in the first one more. She was in the first one more, yeah. and I wanted to see more over here because she's really interesting, and I want to know more about this character because she she portrays yeah, her with a lot of spunk. Missed opportunities. Keep going. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, even I don't Yuki, know. I, even I, Yukio. Why call her Yukio? Because Yukio has a long-standing... So he's Surge, right? Is that the but here's one? the thing. I just think they're... Yeah, okay. You know what? I was thinking of, the, like, there's a, other Yukios in yes. the X-Men universe. I forgot that that's Surge. It's just like electric powers. My guess is Surge. It's just weird not to... Yeah, like, you bring in these characters. Why bother when you don't get them to do a little bit more? Exactly. Right? Uh, like, X-Force as being a throwaway was fine. Well, I mean, I have problems with it, but, like, let's say, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But it just feels weird. You already have, you know, whatever, teenage whatever... I keep forgetting the... the Negasonic. Negasonic Teenage Teenage Warhead? Warhead. Okay. You have her, and she's already an introduced character, and now it's years later, so she's more of a full X-Men. I'm not a trainee anymore, I guess. Not as a a rookie. And I just wanted to see more of her. And I was sad that we didn't. I like that we have this weird bromance with Colossus and Deadpool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, The Say Anything reference was great, and him in his bed and not wanting to go out. that That was funny. Um, I even liked seeing Colossus going up against uh, Juggernaut. It was cool. The big CG fight, although, again, a little crude at the end and not necessarily necessary, but (laughs) that's just what they do with these movies. Yeah, that's what Deadpool's all about, so I'll take it. I just... just, You saw him crawling out, though, at the end there, right? Yeah. My only problem with that kind of stuff, though, I feel like when Deadpool's off-screen, I want it to be a little bit played more straight, and when Deadpool enters the scene, I want it to be a little bit more slapsticky. Like, I want Deadpool to be the funny one, and when thing, when he's in the scene, things go a little bit weirder, but I, when he exits the scene, I want that to be a little bit more straightforward. I, don't I can need, agree with that. I don't need the fight to be at Deadpool's level, because Deadpool's not even around right now. Deadpool's off doing his own thing. Right. When Deadpool comes back into the scene, then I'm okay with the film becoming more of a Deadpool movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he influences the world around him. I'm cool with that, but mm-hmm. once he exits, it feels a little bit odd. Because I just don't see Colossus doing it that, that way. Like, it just feels weird. It doesn't. It feels forced. Colossus overall, overall is kind of weird in, in this. He is. Because he's, he's in this little bubble. Yeah. So but I did like the little uh, first class cameo. They showed quickly in the that was funny. thing and then like, closed the door quickly so they did. I don't yeah, know. That, I did the, yeah, that I'm was not funny. sure if that was all the actors in the room or some weird CG thing or what it was but yeah. um, That's I, the one I, I appreciated that. That was one of the things I'd like to like pause at some point. Yeah. Um, I thought I had about Vanessa. Is the first movie was he was motivated by Vanessa, but it wasn't save the girl. Yeah. yeah, but well, yeah, but a lot of the movie was motivated around him trying to save himself for his like he trying because he found love and he wanted to be able to survive it for her. And then when he be, became something else, he didn't want to you know be around her because he just was afraid. And then he was finally able to kind of overcome that. And then you have this movie and he wants to have a family. And then they immediately fridger, and I felt that was weird um, because. Like, she finally has... She could be in the movie and, and do something. And it just felt weird that... Did you have to fridge her in this way? Like, was this the, the only way to tell this movie? That you had to fridge her? Sorry, um, Chris. There's a, a, a reference in comic books called uh, Women in Refrigerators. And what it refer, refers to is that in the early 90s, there was a new Green Lantern character. Um, he had this girlfriend. He was sharing everything about being a Green Lantern with her. He was really excited about being a Green Lantern. This 
because it was cool and fun. It was basically like if a guy actually had green lantern powers, he was just trying to have fun and be a cool superhero. Um, this this villain finds out who he is. He goes back to his apartment, and his girlfriend's been murdered and is stuffed in a refrigerator. And the, the, the term women in refrigerators came to mean any time that a woman was killed, maimed, whatever, just to create growth in the male hero. Um, and it was created by uh, this... The term was first popularized by this uh, person who was on a lot of fan errors at the time named Gil Simone, who became an extremely popular comic book writer and, in fact, wrote Deadpool for a while. Okay. So it just felt weird to have her... Like, did she have to be fridged? No, they fridged her in a way, but they kept her... She was still constant in the movie as that vision for him to... But that's, that's exactly what fridging still is, though. Like... You use what you put her through and the fact that she's dead and then him wanting to be able to be with her in heaven as his, you know, that's as the creating, as the driving force that brings him or drives him somewhere. So that's frigging. That's like the textbook case of frigging. All right, fine. But then he unfrigures her in the end, technically, doesn't he not? I guess he does. But it's, what does that mean the whole movie afterwards? Well, well <laughs> does that invalidate everything? Like, I don't know. Did any of it happen? I like, don't know. Who knows how time travel works, right? Um, but that 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 bothered me a little bit, and it, it does feel weird that again that the first movie to this one, this one has so much sentimentality and the the idea of like taking Deadpool in, in areas that we're not used to seeing him again. Like in the first one, like he's outside of one or two notice, notable romances. The character, for the most part, doesn't really have a lot of romances in the comics. He had an obsession with uh, Siren back in the day. Mm-hmm. He had a short-lived marriage to Shikla. Uh, I think there's one or two others, but. Him and Death had a weird thing going. Death, he had a, a typhoid Mary. Typhoid Mary too. Yeah, but there's been a couple. But like for the most part, he doesn't really have love interest. That's not really a thing. So the first movie was kind of bucking the trend there by giving him like a stable love interest. Right. And in this movie, just yanking it away. But also, you know, him wanting a well, family. Well, well, there was the Vanessa slash copycat character. I guess there was. Yeah, well, that wasn't really with Deadpool though. I know, but. It just felt weird again, and suddenly that he wants to have like a family, and even the character kind of says that like that he wouldn't have wanted that before, and it felt a little odd to kind of go all in on the idea of you know Deadpool wanting a normal life. It felt a little strange for him, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, you but need that's to, the human part to him. That's I the know, and you need part. to buy into that, otherwise this movie doesn't work. Mm. Because I mean, it's all about family and. Uh, I think I read a review, and it was like it was it was only like one wife beater away from being a Fast and the Furious movie because of how much it was like about family and oh. in, that, in that sense. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. And it's not wrong. I do. Yeah, I don't know. What'd you think of? Uh, okay, I bothered the hell out of me that they couldn't just call him Rusty. Is in the comics his name is Rusty Collins. Why bother with Russell? It's Rusty. He's a real character. Do you know Rusty, Rusty Collins? No. Who the fuck is he? He actually is Firefest, but... like he, Firefest is real? Yeah. Rusty and Skids. Uh, old school X-Factor character. How like, old school? Like, uh, the original X-Factor in, like, issue one or two. Like, Wait, what year are we talking here? 1986. Okay, cool. that's why. This character's been around, like, 30 years. Oh, like, Rusty, I, no I think Rusty died in, like, maybe 95, 96. He was on Asteroid M when... Uh, sorry, Avalon, when Avalon came down. Him and Skids, no, nothing. Nothing. Totally over. Yeah. He uh, had an association with the New Mutants as well, as well as X Factor. Man, do you read comics, Paul? Not old comics. Okay. I, I started reading in the mid nineties. So okay. If he's dead yeah, by then, where are you? Great too. I'm younger than you. Somehow. <laughs> You're an old man. I know. In comic book reading years, I'm much yeah. older. You are ancient. You've read a lot more comics. Yeah. Than anyone. 
that's ever just, on Because that's show. your thing. Yeah, it is my thing. Um, shenanigans. Yeah. Comic shenanigans. So, no, I, whatever. Okay, so he's a thing. Big deal. Did you like how Rusty or Russell was I, d- I didn't mind his name. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's okay. Did you like the character? <laughs> Not really, to be honest. No? But he was a little, like... He was a little crude around the edges. Yeah, I, sorry, I don't know. Saying not really is, like... I don't know. I'm kind of undecided on Russell. Okay. Right. Paul? Russell. Uh, Russell, Russell. Well, they were very clean, clear about trying to buck the trend and let's, let's have a, a foreign, fat, you know... Yeah. Uh, superhero kind of thing. So, fine, okay, let's do that. I was sad that we got Juggernaut, but we, they killed off Black Tide. I, uh, I was going to get to that, right? Now they missed the opportunity because they're, they're a thing. They're a pair. It, it just, when I saw Black Tom in the prison, great. And then uh, as soon as we saw the Maximus Kitty Big thing, okay, that's going to be Juggernaut. Awesome. Let's do this, right? Because that's a connection to the comics. And oh, he just. They're, they're a classic. <laughs> classic, classic I, got a question, I got a question, though. These, sure. these necklaces that they put on, yeah. how does this necklace strip them of their mutant powers? Like, you would think. Okay, yeah, yeah. like society in that, yeah, uh, that I period. don't know, in that period or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, if Would, they can create a necklace, yes, that takes their powers away, yes, can they develop something like more, like like yeah? I mean, th- I feel like we've seen this in other X Men. Haven't we seen the inhibitor colors? I mean, they're a classic piece of X-Men lore. I don't know, this X-Men movie was, suck, so... There was the cure in the third one. I don't know if they had, had colors before. But they did have colors stuff. Colors are from the... Didn't they realize powers in Days of Future Past, though? Because they synthesized stuff from Mystique. In Days of Future Past, there was the whole point that they were able to use stuff in the future from her DNA to help stop people. I no, she, I guess made the symbols more like the Borg so they could adapt to the mutant oh, powers. that's and, right. Uh, oh, see, this is, yeah. And defeat them easier. So, you bring up a good point. Um, Do what, the X-Men movies suck? No. no. Oh. That, that the necklace is a little bit, like... It's just weird. It is a little weird, but I, I just kind of rolled with it. You know, like, they need to have something to inhibit powers. I find it strange that it inhibits Wade's powers because they're not mutant powers because in the comics it's supposed to be that you know you have a, a, a gene that gives you these abilities that they call Yeah, the because I was going to say because like Wade doesn't have his abilities from being a mutant. He was injected with something that yeah, he's turned him into experimented a on yeah. and that's given him abilities. So I feel like that's not like natural mutant abilities. He doesn't have the X gene and usually these yeah. powers are supposed to deactivate the X gene and this in theory wouldn't work. It's a plot contrivance to move things along. Lazy writing, as I mentioned. And they weren't afraid of text. saying things with lazy writing sometimes, right? So It's true. They did point it out a few times in the movie. Oh. A lot. On purpose. Yes. What did you think of the post-credit sequences? Love them. Yeah? Absolutely love them. Yeah. Now the Fan- way it is a time machine? Fan- fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Well, they saved Peter. Love taking out X Men Origins Wolverine, Deadpool. That was hilarious. That was pretty cool shit. to see. It was it was uh, interesting that so they had a way of of having Wolverine show up without it having <laughs> to be like new Wolverine or invalidate Logan. Like right, I did like the reference at the beginning that you know. That, but that's just stock footage. It's not like yeah, it's, it's stuff yeah. they already had, right? Yeah. I well, I think when you see the uh, closed mouth Deadpool. I would love to know if that is Reynolds now this time. Oh, D- done up. I mean, we know in the actual movie it was a different actor. True. That they fucked up and made it look stupid. Um, so I, a, I'm wondering if that's factor fiction, and then 
That's a good point. Um, we know it's just you know someone's hand with the claws. Yeah, yeah. And the other shots. I think the other the new new footage is obviously there, but the Wolverine part is just yeah. the original footage from the movie. I would imagine. I did like the shooting Ryan Reynolds in the head. Yeah, and seeing it from Green Lantern. Yeah, you're welcome, Canada. That was great. That was pretty great. funny. Yeah, really good post credits scenes. That There's a few so shots. There was a few Canada. Yeah. Comments in the movie. They definitely yeah. were. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. It was like, to be honest, it was a Deadpool movie. It was they followed a similar path that they started on the first one like, yeah. you know um, yeah both movies have the kind of same kind of feel both the motions yeah. pretty sure they both right. had you know something happening and then rewinding and explaining how we get there yeah yeah um, opening se- the opening title sequence basically inspired by Bond yeah that Sweet. was really fun with the use of the Celine Dion song which even makes more sense now exactly because sure. that's no yeah it was fine. It was a very, very Bondian. Cause yeah, it was, my, yeah. Because that song, when I think about it now, is you totally know, I, I, song, Like, right? as I start thinking back to the movie, I just, the girl behind you not, like, bug you with her laugh. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, it wasn't just me. I'm starting to think about these things, and I'm like, <laughs> all I can hear is that laugh. And I'm like, it's not that funny. She probably thought you were Tibor. I don't know. <laughs> and the guy behind me kept kicking my chair. Yeah. Oh. God, now I'm getting angry. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, I, you know, I I st- I uh, didn't start reading the funny captions like the, the fourth one or something. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, yeah. oh shit, this is what they do. Yeah, right? they're pretty funny. I thought, what are you guys laughing about? I'm seeing funny, and then because I thought maybe there was like you know, a penis flying in the in the background or something. Like, oh shit, yeah, they do fucking you yeah, know, uh, honest trailer style kind of. Uh, yeah, no, that was pretty funny. I enjoyed it a lot. I like I like to watch that opening sequence again just because yeah, it was. It was a great Bond set, set up. Yeah, no, I Especially like as he That's got spoof. more and more sexualized as it went on. Right, yeah. Like, it was much more about sexy Deadpool as it went on. Yes, yeah, so uh, much. <laughs> a lot more. Sexy Deadpool. That a lot of sexy That's Deadpool. like, I don't know. Just so much of it's just like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. just normal Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. This is his fucking baby project, right? Like, fucking... Yeah. Sorry. Just, just kind of like... Soaking it in. Like, yeah, it, it, this is his passion project, and... Absolutely. He, he took it took him a long time to get this this one going, right? Yeah, <laughs> did it? It took ten years. When is when did Actual Origins come out? Was it two thousand nine, eight? I feel like it was two thousand nine. Why was he in that? The X Men movie sucks. So. He was in X Men Origins yeah, Wolverine as an early version of what was supposed he to was be Wade Deadpool. Wilson. He was Wade Wilson, but he wasn't disfigured, and he was just the mercenary. Which he was, was just he was Special Forces. Was, Wade he was yeah, yeah Special Forces, and then we see him at the end, but it's not him anymore. He's been transformed into that weird monster thing. That oh, that they shot. That, that he yeah, kills. That he shot. <laughs> yeah, there. No, he has like giant blades coming out of his arms, and he's got optic blast, and he can. Is that because the X Men movies suck? That X movie. That particular is so movie brutal. is pretty bad. Yeah. So Everything about that movie, the CG in that movie, Everything. like it was just Everything. it was not Top to bottom. Brutal. I feel like a lot of them are just terrible. Yeah. Because X Men movies suck. <laughs> X two is fantastic. X two is a good movie. Yeah. Which one's X two? What's I, one with um when they build the, everything to be awesome? The Raven uh, I don't know, what's her face? Turns into the bird falcon X. thing. What? Earth? Phoenix. Phoenix. They first teaser as a Phoenix. I mean, I remember actually. So, 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 Phoenix in the third one. I said the third. I don't know. I remember there. There was one where she dies yeah. in a flood. Second yes. One. yes. Is that second. the second one? Yeah. And then she becomes a big bird. Yeah. And she's not herself. Yes. Well, the big bird part is the third one. Yes. And that sucked. That was it bad. Was bad. Um, and then there was. Don't one. Worry, they're going to try it again. And then there was one where 
it was just boring. <laughs> and then there was one where it sucked again. <laughs> That's my memories of the X-Men movies. Man, you should write, you know, blurbs on DVDs, you know? I should. <laughs> it sucked <laughs> again. Sucked again. <laughs> yeah, well, and the last one was, it was pretty shitty. Uh-huh. All right, Chris. <laughs> Do you think? Did you that think X-Men that X Men movie suck? I absolutely. Did you think that Deadpool two was better than Deadpool one? Ooh, oh, you knew that question was coming. I shouldn't act surprised. Um, I think it was a, like similar in the, similar in a lot of things as far as the humor and yeah and the violence and stuff. But I felt like it was different in a way. So like I don't really like. I'm not going to say it was worse than the first one just because there's okay. some things that like mm-hmm. there's some main things with it that were different yeah um i still enjoyed it yeah. i'm not gonna say it's worse i'm not gonna say it's better okay i feel like it was i enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed the first one okay paul i'm mostly in the same camp most people i talk to like this one better mm-hmm. um i might concede that the first one um like overall i enjoyed more yeah I think I agree with you guys that, well, I mean, yeah, there was definitely a bunch of the same gags that were played again. Um, you know, even the, you know, the, the cue up music as they're walking into the fight, that kind of stuff. Like it was, it was the same beats, but slightly different. But, um, I think I actually did enjoy it more than the first one though. I think it added a lot of, a lot of stuff. I think I liked what Cable brought to it. Yeah. Uh, because it was just a, it was a different vibe. Um, and it, it gave a, a different viewpoint, and I, I just enjoyed the sequence he was in, and uh, it's just nice to see him and Deadpool on the screen together. I mean, the fact that you know they have a very much their chemistry in the comics is very similar to this that they kind of hate each other and like each other at the same time, and uh, that's definitely the feeling you got from this. And I don't they, know. They did touch tips. They they did dock. Yeah, it was. Uh, I nice did. I did, I did like the the super weird like legs. The baby legs. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty funny. But again, oh, that was bit. doubling down on something we saw in the first one when he had the tiny baby hands. Yeah, but and and that whole sequence too, when everybody shows up at his house. Yeah. Like. The movie has its own sense of pacing, right? Because right. like it shouldn't take the Russell that long to get from the breakout to the fucking orphanage. Yet there's enough time for Wade to wallow, go home, hang out with Blind Al, everyone grow, show grow up, his legs back, grow his legs back. Like, but like, I don't know. I just a, a movie like this, you can kind of throw up your hands. But you know what? Hey, Russell is slow. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Jugger- Jugger- I was gonna say Juggernaut isn't overly fast, is he? Uh, like they probably stopped for a burger. Is it, was it was it weird for you? They Paul? stopped at Steak and Shake. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I could see that. Mm-hmm. Was it weird for you, Paul, to see the Juggernaut being blown backwards? Because that's like his thing. He can't be moved backwards. Like he can't be. Like he, he uh, gets he's unstoppable. Once he gets moving, I guess he was unmovable. Unmovable. Yeah, we just felt like there was a lot of him being hit backwards that we don't know what's in. What about him taking it up the butt? I, I, that was what I was mentioning before, where I felt that that part was unnecessary. If Deadpool did it. It would have made sense. Yeah, the, the fact that you had the rest of them. I did. Doing it? Yeah, I did like the you know three X Men. They were able to take him out. It's interesting that they never took off his helmet. Didn't bother. Didn't. Like, they need to, right? They have to, like, there's no mind powers involved. To no. Do that. But usually, when they take off the helmet, they can subdue him with punches to the head in a way that they can't normally. Well, I mean, he's got the skull cap underneath, but after underneath that, like you could just ah. kind of take him out. No, only only when when we were my powers, I'm <coughs> obsessed with getting this helmet off his head, so I'm not. It didn't matter. True. Okay. Did that. 
Uh, final rating. I mean, we are we were, talk um, about where we are. So we had this Essex house, right? Yeah, and that Essex was very weird. Sinister, sinister. Yes. Right. So. Well, was that, so was that was that guy like uh, in the comics? That bad guy? Uh, I need a name for that guy, the headmaster. You know, it was like. super weird because the, they use the name Essex because that means so many comic book fans. So the comic book fans know that as being Mister Sinister, uh, and even what was it, X Men Apocalypse? Which movie had an ending end sequence where you had like someone's uh, blood? Future Past. Was it Disney? Future, and if, oh, future Past. After they bust Wolverine out. Wasn't that in, not in Days of Future Past? That was in... Wasn't that X-Men Apocalypse? Where they go into the Weapon X facility? Because yeah. Again, confu- yeah, you're right. It is Weapon... Yeah, it is... X-Men movies yes. suck, don't you know? It, it is. It is a pop- <laughs> yeah, so, where they... Yeah, so them. it's weird that they yeah. use Essex because every comic book fan's like, well, that's Mr. Sinister. But then the Headmaster guy is clearly not... Because well, I thought he, maybe he transformed into or something. But nothing about him in any way felt like Mr. Sinister. No, like, I know. He felt more like Stryker, to be honest, because he had that religious kind of aspect to the yeah, character. Yeah, Stryker as a military figure, not um, a weird... Yeah, I know, but like the Stryker we know from the comics is much more... I don't understand that, about, but that's not the angle here. No, so it just felt weird, and they never really gave the headmaster a name, did they? No, he's just this guy that tortured him. Like, and, and, like, and by torture, are they just harvesting their powers, because that is a sinister thing? So then maybe it is Mr. Sinister. It felt like an odd choice. Because the minute you use the name, every comic fan's been like, okay, was that Sinister or not? Right. Whereas everyone else, like Chris is like, I don't know, who cares what the name of the orphanage was? But to us, it's like, holy shit, it's Essex. You know? Right. I, I liked how they killed all the people that worked there, though. Yeah? Crazy, dirty guys. Pedophiles? With their, yeah, with their nursing shoes on. <laughs> And shotguns. Yeah. It was kind of like... Really weird. That that whole final act is really weird. It's awkward. Well, yeah. There were some good kills in that one, though. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed some of them. They were There were some excellent... Oh, for sure. Well-timed sh- shots. Yes. It, 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 when, they, when Cable and Deadpool were dispatching them all together, that felt like the Cable and Deadpool comic. What's interesting about this, actually, uh, I was thinking about, too, is that in the comics... Um, we don't usually get to see Cable being physical in a hand-to-hand combat format. We know he can. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, you usually see him using his guns or using his TK or like using his abilities. But or don't, something, yeah. yeah, but you don't usually actually see him physical, so it's kind of refreshing to see him. You know, whenever he was on screen, I kept thinking he's the wild man of Borneo. Like he's that. He's that Cable. He's he's X Men the animated series Cable. When they had no idea what Cable could do, they just knew that he was popular in the comics. Big shoulder pads, guns. That's it. Right. And that's the version we got in the first couple seasons of the X-Men animated series. And that was the cable we got here. He was the wild man of Borneo. If only he could have said it. Yeah, you wanted that line really bad, I remember. That would be great. Yeah. It's too bad. <laughs> uh, a digression while we're on podcast, though. How do you feel about the motion comic coming up of Old Man Logan? It's fine. You don't know about this? No. Oh, I have a treat for you later. Oh, okay. They're doing well. I'll, I'll save it for after the podcast, okay. and maybe later you can say how excited you are about it. Um, <laughs> uh, what would be your final rating out of oh, chimichangas? Out of what? Chimichangas. How many chimichangas do you give this? I don't know. I could probably eat like four or five. <laughs> okay, Paul. That's a big sigh. This is a. I know he's gonna go like. 3.274. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm so torn on this one. Um, okay, think of it just from entertainment value perspective. Were you not entertained? For the most part, I was. There, yeah. were, there, were, there were some slogs through it. Mm-hmm. Some of the mushy stuff. 
um, which was there for development, so I get it. I did like him in Heaven, and then being pulled back out, which is kind of sad, because really, shouldn't that make him pretty pissed at Cable? Like, he right. finally got he finally got what he wanted. Yeah. You know, he finally got there, and then he gets taken away from him. Was it Vanessa he was talking to? Because she was very, like, yeah. there first, and telling she, she, she knew what place He was going time. back either way. He wasn't yeah. staying with her. So, that's interesting. That part I liked, though. I thought that was, that was well. I don't know. I just, yeah. I liked it. So, rating Paul. Out of five. I'll close, yeah. I'll do four Chimichangas. Four Chimichangas? I got four Chimichangas. It was a very solid movie. Yeah, it was, yeah. I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again, and I'll laugh again. And I wonder how some of the humor will, will, will fare over time. Cause I feel like, though, for if they do another one, yeah. like, I don't know, do they have a plans for a third one? Uh, I know he, they're working on X4. They're X4, an actual X-Force. Right? Yeah, but that's Grounds like Captain the, America, and now they're doing the Avengers, right? Yeah. Like, like Grounds has even said, like, they didn't know, like, two's probably good. Like, if you do a third, where do they go from here? Yeah. I just feel like if they do a third, they got to change up the script. Right? Like, I just don't think you can do another, like, to yeah. do it with two is okay, but I yeah. think to do a third one, like, and follow, like they got to, they got to, yeah, actually, taking it next. Time. You know, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what? They, I enjoyed the second one. It was the same but, movie, but it was very similar. And if they're going to do a third one, I want to see. Like, I'll be going into that expecting something different. Yeah, I, I don't think you can do the same thing for three in a row. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. They they definitely went back to the well, and they used a lot of the same again, the same beats, same jokes. Just played the funny opening bigger. sequence, like everything yeah. was. You know. Even the Pinder, like they followed the, a successful script. The Pinder in the first movie was kind of like this fun little happy accident that happened that they probably didn't think it would work as well as it did, and it did. And then here they just went a little too far with it. Although with I did who? like the, uh, the cab driver. Terry, oh, he was my favorite. He was, he was still <laughs> I great. Him. I do like when Peter gets in and he's, and he's just like so pissed <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you because know, that's all he wants. But and I, it's funny too because it, like I watched the first one uh, yesterday, and again like. In there, it's much more this mentor relationship where Deadpool's like, tell him, you know what to do, you know, kill the guy in the trunk. Like, he's very much. But they, made, but they also made reference to him actually killing him. Yeah. yeah. And in this one, they're, it's, it's interesting because they're very much saying, like, no, like, Deadpool wants nothing to do with us. Which, in the first movie, he was very much encouraging it. Yeah, but, but that's because in the first one, he didn't want to be a, a contract killer, right? He yeah. was encouraging him to. Because he was doing it for the, the, his love, True. right? And now he comes out and says, I want to be a contract killer. I want to do what you do. I want to work with yeah. you. And yeah. Deadpool's like, no. no. Not happening. No. Well, yeah. And then he ends up saving the day. He did save the day. Well, I mean, the day was saved. He just yeah, it was saved. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, the one uh, towards the beginning when uh, you get the montage of Deadpool doing all this kind of freelance work and going to different uh, countries and places and killing people. Yeah. So at the part where we finally hit the, the mobster and he's going through everyone at drug lab. Yeah. Like, everyone in the background is at full speed, but the one guy is running in slow motion to his little safe room. Yeah. I'm curious though if he was legit running slowly as an uh. actor versus any type of special effects making him look like slow while stuff behind him is going fast. Because yeah. I got the sense that it's him running slow on purpose. Oh, yeah? And, like, overplaying That's a slow-mo run. Sorry, and I know we've done our ratings, and one thing I found funny, too, was, uh, like, when he grabbed, when he went and grabbed that whole thing of cocaine. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he puts it in his mask and hits himself <laughs> in the face, like, to get all fucked up. I was like... I, that was a, a, that was, a fun so, callback so, to so, the so, first one, too. Because he said, like, there's a bunch of coke buried in the, in the apartment next to the cure for blindness. And you have... Yeah, yeah. And yeah. says, the cure, cure for, for blindness. blindness. You know, and he's got guns and stuff in there, too. But I just thought it was, like, you know, funny to see a superhero engaging in... Hmm. Narcotics. He's more of an anti-hero, but yeah. Yes, he is an anti-hero, but for sure. Yeah, but, touch, but still, like you don't, you don't, you don't see uh, Batman do a bumps of blow before uh, no, he no. goes out crime fighting, right? They did say he's Batman. You did say he was Batman. I like that. I, got that I do. I did like Boys. that when he was wearing like the the, the trainee outfit, and however keeps calling mm-hmm. him a trainee. Mm-hmm. Even people who weren't there and later, like like uh, Bedlam, even called him a trainee. Did you see so. the uh, Brad Pitt cameo? Did you notice that Vanisher? I did. That was funny. I liked Vanisher's cameo. That was pretty funny. That was worth it. Was it Brad Pitt? It was Brad Pitt. Okay, it was Brad Pitt. I, th- I thought it was confirmed, him. confirmed, yeah. I wasn't sure which one, but I know Matt Damon was in it, too. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure exactly which character he was, but he was he was definitely there. Was he one of the random soldier dudes or something? No, I think he was in the in the bar at one point. I'd have to read exactly who it was. I didn't want to know. I just saw Matt Damon's in it. I'm like, ah! I know it's in the credits. Well, well, I mean, the credits aren't necessarily helpful because it said the voice of the juggernaut was himself. Juggernaut as himself. So interesting. There's. A, I wonder if Ju- Matt Damon's going to be Juggernaut. I doubt that. No, I think he was actually on set. Like he's an actual yeah. character. I just don't know who. So, but you know what I want to look up that I saw in the opening credit sequence. Okay. Was who was the director for this movie? Oh, yeah. Was that it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. So why do you ask? Because in the opening credit sequence, it said directed by. The guy who, one of the guys that killed the dog in John Wick. Oh, he did, did say that. So now I'm curious. They, is it actually to see who, or is that just a reference to because it was a sad and a sad beginning, and that was kind of the the dig they were making? Because I like I think the the John Wick movies are pretty good. So who uh, who directed John Wick? Well, it's no, it's that he was oh. one of the guys who killed the oh, dog. So, that's right. So they're alluding to the fact that he's an he was an actor in the movie. But I don't think so. Looking at this guy, I don't remember him being in. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't think it is. He was in John Wick. Was he really? Yeah. Or did he direct it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you, this is stunning audio for my listeners. Right? I'm, listening I'm to this, on my phone. Listening okay. to this happen but. in slow motion. Oh, I hadn't even thought about this, but I just saw a headline in it. Um, I guess, you know, was this the first... LGBTQ couple in uh, superhero movie having um, Surge and Legasonic together yeah is this the first same sex couple in a superhero movie or am I forgetting something obvious I think it is well because they kind of made a point that it is wasn't it I thought I read that leading up to it did you yeah I it didn't even phase me at all. I didn't even know if I could think about it, but I just saw, saw a headline about it. I'm like, oh, I guess they they were. I get it. well, they they made a point to break lots of those stereotypical barriers, right? Of color, of race, and they they made mm-hmm. mention it very blatantly throughout the whole movie, right? So. Yeah, chubby kid. Yeah. I, I did just see a headline from comicbook.com saying Deadpool two after credit scenes confirmed as canon. So. Did the, movie, did the movie even happen? Though that that they're legitimate, <laughs> like the the post the everything in the after credits did happen. So Ryan Reynolds is dead. So Ryan Reynolds is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that that so it's going to happen. The fake Deadpool didn't happen, or yeah. that movie ended. So early. he saved her. 
and he saved her. Which, what does that mean for this movie? Dun, dun, dun. It also means that he probably saved the X Force. Like I said, do you think X? You think the entire the entire movie is invalidated then? Yeah, just like they're gonna do with Avengers. Yeah, but that feels. It won't. It won't invalidate it. I don't think they'll invalidate. It. I think they'll bring people back and they'll reverse it. But so what's the difference between doing it in Deadpool? Because this is changing the timeline so that it never occurred in theory, or that, that if the if the death didn't occur, then but how they're, does the they're rest making of the movie they're making happen? the deaths not occur in Avengers. No, the, dis- the disappearances have happened. You can go from their death or wherever they are. What's if that? they reverse, they're, they're in the Soul Stone. They're in alternate reality. For all you know, where the heroes that survived are, that world doesn't survive. And for all you know, they're dead. The universe. But no one knows that. Well, in a year, we'll know the answer to these questions. So, you know what, Paul? For all you know, no, I'm just kidding. I think this is uh, our last one for the summer. Oh, yeah. The last one that I'm doing with, I guess, uh, with you guys. Why is that? Well, next one's solo, (laughs) which I'm seeing without you guys. That's right, because you're going on like a Thursday Thursday evening. I'm in Vegas. And you're in Vegas. And and I'm playing playing hockey. hockey. uh, So I'll be with Tibor. Having a magical time watching yeah. Solo, and I'm sure he'll be gritted through gritted teeth. He'll be watching it, and he'll probably hate every minute of it. He, he hates everything. He doesn't hate everything. He just he hates, hates some things. We want people to comment. Does on the, on the, when when this podcast gets put up there, you listeners out there, let's, let's comment on on Tibor uh, on whether or not he is over not overly negative, but is he more <laughs> negative towards movies or more positive? I think that should be a a comment discussion. As well as, as well as people should wish Paul a happy tenth anniversary, yes, wedding anniversary. What else? I, I want I want people and listeners who do listen to this to comment, years, right? Guys to comment wish. happy anniversary tenth anniversary, Paul. So I, I will I will using the force foresee T Word's destiny for this, and I think he will slag the actor who plays Han and not be big on Solo, but Lando. Um, Glover, they're supposed to steal the show as Lando, so I think... Aren't they saying that they might do a a, a spin-off with just Lando? Yeah, whatever, but... Yeah, apparently that's that steals the show. So apparently, again, this movie again, this movie no one asked for or wanted. I think it's going to be fun. Um, first, just shits and giggles. Um, but uh, I'm going to go home and watch Star Wars now. Which Star Wars? Are you gonna Probably watch? Rogue One because it's been my favorite. It's pretty good. It's solid. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't really demand you watch anything else. Not I mean, really. I mean, no. Like at the end, it kind of makes you feel like oh, I should watch a New Hope now, and then I like go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for joining. Uh, you can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, listen, on, listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, feel, free to, feel free to email all your comments about whether or <laughs> about not... About Tibor and Paul's anniversary. <laughs> yes. Please send us emails so that we can pass it along to both of them. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Mm. Maximum effort.